Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, this is Lainey. Oh, and Sasha. And this is the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Um, uh, once again, our dogs are... That's we, just the thing, right? They're here. Yeah. They're part of this podcast. We record this podcast in my dining room, I mm-hmm. guess you can say. And I think it's hilarious that this keeps happening where the dogs are background noise because Yasik is a pretty detail-oriented perfectionist and he loves things to look pro and sound pro. Except he's also cheap. Like, we're also not <laughs> renting a proper studio space and paying to go to a proper studio to record this you podcast. so high maintenance. I've never even ever thought that that was something that we should do. If you want to be pro, you go to a pro studio hey. and, like, with a soundboard and with sound technicians. Um, but if you want to do it in the home, which, yes, it's convenient for all of us. But these are the realities and challenges that right. you deal with. Puppies and dogs yelling at each other, scrambling back and forth, the click-clack pitter-patter of their nails against the hardwood okay, floor. Okay, so yes, yes. Pay up. We want a studio. <laughs> no? So convert something. This is why you will hear my dogs running around probably on every podcast yeah. episode. Thank you. So you're warned. Um, let's talk about, because something that I'm really interested in right now. Yeah. Which and surprises me that I'm interested in because I actually don't really care about either of these people, but I do together. Uh, the weekend and Selena Gomez. Yeah. Um, what is your? Do you have any inside scoop on that? Like, well, is that it's the it's a deal. Like, there's they're so many angles. Like, a lot of people are analyzing the photos because it was the photos that came out of them yes. leaving dinner, and she's got her arms wrapped around him. I read him. your post, and I totally agree with you. By the way, right? And a yes. lot of people are like, "Oh my god, I feel bad for her. He's so not into no. it." And I'm like, "Um." I'm not reading that at all. He looks into it to me. If you know The weekend, not that I know him, but of course we've done many things with him and, and had, you know, him in our work environment. Yeah. He's too cool for school. Like the fact that he even like… Allowed has, her to put her hands yes, on him. and has like a, a, a smile on his yes. face and his hand is touching yes. her is like sold. He as never, you never I saw agree. that with Bella. Never. I agree. As many times as I've seen him in our building, outside our building, at shows or whatever… He doesn't smile. No. And so he's, he's smu- actually… He's smug as fuck, actually. Is, he's actually smiling in those yes. photos and then leaning back into her. Yeah. Um, and holding her… Like, she's got her hands and arms around his shoulders and neck, and he's got one of his hands over top of her yeah. hands. Yeah. yeah I, it doesn't look like disinterest to me. And, you know, for uh, intensive purposes of our podcast, we are somewhat of relationship experts now, aren't we? Are we? <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I would classify myself as a judger. Okay, that's, okay, expert judgers. <laughs> that's that's appropriate. What do you think? Because um, we talk about this all the time when people write in. How do we feel that the trifecta of Gigi, Bella, Selena, who were friends, yeah, is that cool to date your 
friend's ex-boyfriend. So a lot of people say, and we've said it too, there's a code, right? Yes. There's a friend code where most people would say, I will never date an ex of a friend. Yeah. I think it happens in show business all the time, though. It's hard to avoid because that circle is so fucking small. Yeah. I mean, so you have so many examples of this happening with celebrities. But in real life, does it happen? I'm sure it does. I've heard of it happening. But it's, it's, to me, it squicks me. It would yeah. be like, you know, just because I'm sitting across the table from you, would I be okay if you and Yasik ever hooked up? Hell to the fuck no. No, of course like, not. But it's also too, uh, and as you said, like Hollywood's super incestuous. Yeah. They all date each other. But it's the time frame, right? Like that shit just between Bella and The weekend happened. They broke up like two minutes ago. Yeah. And then Selena, yeah, not that I'm shaming her, but they, they got on that real quick. Well, some people are saying that The weekend has had a thing for Selena for a while because he name checks her in one of his songs mm-hmm. and whatever. So they clearly knew each other and they have known each other for a while. And then, as you said, the overlap or gap or no gap, no gap. <laughs> is, is a problem. Right. Um, that said, you know, Selena Gomez is really good friends with Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift is all about like, oh, I'm not dramatic, but is always all about the drama yeah. and is right up in the drama. And Selena's super dramatic too. Very much so. Like for people who claim to be all about chill. no drama yeah. and chill, my God. There's yeah. nothing more dramatic than hooking up with a friend's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. It's, they all, all of them actually have zero chill. And the, that whole, well, again, the whole Instagram um, warfare that's happening of like who can like out-hot each other. I read that on your, in, on, not on your Instagram, on your uh, website. I how, love that, like, yeah, Selena's ass is shown in an Instagram and then. And then Belle was like, don't fuck with that. I'm going to show you my body. That's, this is, and Belle is like, major. actually, this is my job to yeah. show my body. Like, yeah. it's my job to have a really great body. So, yeah, here's mine. Yeah. Side boob. Um, yeah, which I'm not going to lie. I'm, if that is how they're, if that's the new dance off. Totally. <laughs> Sign me up. I love that. If it's, if it's gone from, da- bo- like, if it's gone from dance off, Brittany and Justin, to body off. Yeah. Okay. Not that, I mean, clearly it's going to have damaging effects on the youth. And yes, the youth are fucked already. So whatever. Th- this is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, what's, how much, how much body offing can occur? Well, apparently quite a bit because, you know, Selena's in a thong and Bella is in, I don't know. I think uh, Shurs was a one piece, but it was side boob action. And, and right? it was also jammed up her ass as well. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God, I'm what sh- it would be like to be Which 20. you love. You love all of this youngster. Oh, it makes me so sad. But whatever. <laughs> it's, good to, it's good fucking fodder, I guess. Okay, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so thanks for sending in your questions, and here's the first one this week. Dear Sasha and Lainey, my now ex and I broke up about eight months ago. We were together three years, and I thought, we thought, that we'd found the love, sorry, uh, we were together for three years, and I thought, we thought, that we had found our lifelong partners. Unfortunately, that was not the case. I did some bad things, I took advantage of his kindness, and after constant fighting, we called it quits. Actually, he did. To say I was heartbroken is um, an understatement. But since then, I've done a lot of work on myself and now see that he wasn't the one, even though I tried to make him the one. The problem is, I still can't get him out of my head. I literally dream about him every night. The dreams are always a bit fuzzy when I wake up, but he's there, I'm there, and when I wake up, I feel sad. I then reminisce all day about the good times 
and the bad times. And then I realize I've spent so much time dwelling on a relationship that is over. I'm not sure what this means, and I don't know how to make these dreams stop. I know you both aren't dream therapists, but wondering what your take on this might be. Thank you, dreaming. Well, we are, as we have established, judge therapists. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, uh, have you ever, I I mean, I really relate to this. I, my ex, one of my ex-boyfriends, I, after I broke up, literally dreamt about him for a, I would say a solid year. Yeah. Like every day. Yeah. Have you, is that, so that's normal? I've heard it's normal. Like I, that's not happened to you. No, it doesn't happen to me, but I think that you're a more soulful person than I am. And, and I'm, I'm saying oh, this okay. seriously. I'm actually quite fickle. Mm. Like if I, it's over from like, you know, oh, I see typically, you yeah. Um, but I, I know that this happens and I've heard of it happening and I have had friends who say they experience the same thing. So I think that this is not abnormal at all. Yeah. I now, mean, how did you, if you kept dreaming about your ex for how long and how did you get it to, like, how did you stop um, eventually? Well, I have to say it did kind of feel like I, it was it was a bit of a mind fuck because I was like why am I thinking about this person constantly when yeah I don't want to be with him I've moved on and um yeah like it's like haunting you know waking up all the time and thinking about your ex and I think I think what ended up happening I think I realized that why I was dreaming about him was because there were still unresolved issues I felt maybe some guilt um or I just felt like there was just unfinished business mm-hmm. so I really did like after every dream, I would think about like what that meant, what that relationship meant to me, uh, how it went wrong. Like I really dissected it. And then after a while it stopped, but it, it was a year. It was like a solid year of dreaming about him. Um, but I think, I think it's just um, a reminder or like a little tap on your shoulder to dig deeper into what that relationship meant, how it hurt you maybe, maybe the qualities that you see in yourself that damaged the relationship. Like it's just, a, I, I felt like it was just... Um, a way to work through the baggage of the relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah. I know how and I know why it feels so jarring though, right? Because as you said, it was happening over a year and it was, dreams are so vivid. Dreams are fucking crazy. What the fuck are dreams? And yeah, I mean, I guess the nature of the dream is to make you feel like it's real. Mm -hmm. Because when you're in it, oh my God, like it is so, and that's why when you wake up, it's so hard to shake. I don't have dreams about exes, but I'll tell you a dream that I always dream, or once in a while, not always, once in a while I'll dream like that Yasek cheats on me. Oh, really? <laughs> and when I wake up, I'll wake up legitimately angry, right. like authentically real <laughs> anger, because in those dreams, it feels, it is. Oh, yeah. It, for all intents and purposes, it is real. Oh, those emotions are running through you. That's no right. And most recently… Instead of feeling angry, I felt really sad. Like, I had a dream where I actually visualized Yasik, um, to go back to the Selena Gomez, Bella Hadid thing, Yasik uh, on top of a naked woman and kissing her breasts. She was brunette. Oh. And when I look back, I think it might have been Duanna. <laughs> oh, this is delicious. Oh, my God. Yes. So this, oh, my God, we have to dissect this. And so I actually woke up not angry, but really sad. Okay, wait. Do you I was, think it was Duanna or was it fucking Duanna? I think, Don't lie. Well, I, it's always so blurry, an idea, it right? It was an idea of Duanna. I think that it was a, a, an amalgamation. Like maybe oh her God, face I, for like 10 seconds was Duanna and then it was some other really hot brunette right. or whatever. But like… 
I woke up really sad. And I remember him coming up. He was like, and then he sensed that I was like weird. And he was like, what's wrong? And and then I was like, well, I had this dream. And then he started making fun of me again. He always makes fun of me when I have these dreams. But I think even he would say that my reaction to that one was different. Like I wasn't ready to punch him. Right. Um, You were sad. I was sad. And it was real sadness. I was like, oh, that was like... But it obviously didn't happen, and there's obvi- okay, but no we, chance of it happening. Okay, but, let, but let's dig deep on this one just for a hot second because it's interesting, right? Because I really do think, I think dreams are fucking crazy-ass shit, and they do, they, they do leave signs of something, right? So what is it? Not, I don't not think not, it leaves signs of like… It's interesting though. Like, is there… Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that he was sucking Duanna's tits. <laughs> be something like do you worry that he <laughs> is gonna stray or is it something like those are the two pe- closest people in your life right now so like do you know what I mean like yeah I to be honest I it was like last week uh, and I was prepping for I did a talk at TIFF about Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds mm. and so I had been doing um, some research about both of their lives and of course you know Debbie Reynolds um was married to Eddie Fisher, who cheated on her with her best friend, Elizabeth oh, well, Taylor. Oh, there you go. So uh, maybe yes. that was it. Like, that could have been the thing. But uh, going back to the dreams, they're so vivid and they feel so real that I understand why our friend dreaming here is so affected by them and, need, like, needs our perspective. Yeah. And I, listen, we're not dream therapists. So, listen, uh, hello, please note the disclaimer here. Yeah, we're Sasha dummies. and Lainey <laughs> are not dream therapists. But if I had to sort of, as you analyzed your own dreams about your ex, if I had to analyze just based on this letter, she's carrying around a lot of guilt because, as she says at one point in the letter, she took him for granted. Mm -hmm. I took advantage of his kindness. Um, And I think maybe you might be carrying around some guilt over the demise of that relationship, even though you know it wasn't right. Now you don't. But maybe that's what you have to do is to get to a point where you forgive yourself. And not in that cheesy fucking Oprah way, but just let it go. It's over. It happened. Yes, you did the thing, the bad thing, or you weren't um, appreciative of him, or you took advantage of his kindness, whatever that means, but you paid the consequence. Yeah. It's over. It ended. He ended it. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's just an opportunity to, uh, yeah, look back and then also move forward, making sure that you don't make those mistakes, um, like pressuring somebody or treating them shitty. But it's also like, it's, I guess, you know, she's writing to us because she's worried that this is a problemo. And it's not. Like, Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, you have one person here who is telling you that if I fucking dreamt about my ex for a fucking year and it felt crazy inappropriate. Yeah. But I think, thank you, Lenny, for also sharing that you know people who are also <laughs> in the same situation. So it's cool. Like, yeah, everything it's totally cool. is casual. Like, it, it happens. Yeah. Dreams are crazy. Don't take them too seriously. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, it's it's an opportunity just to, to look uh, look into maybe why you might be still thinking about the relationship. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, you're not going to be able to control your dreams. Who, If, if we could control our dreams, yeah. my God, like I would want to. There are sometimes, have you ever been in a dream when you're like, fuck, don't wake up, don't wake up because it's so amazing and I really right. want to know what happens next. I haven't or, had one of those in a really long time. Me neither. I mean, that's the point. Like, good, like, I mean, I think that those are the dreams that you're like, man, why can't I have that dream every single night? Mm. Um, so no, you you won't be able to control your dreams, but I do think that you can actively um, stop yourself or at least work on not then carrying with you, mm-hmm. carrying those dreams with you through the whole day. Yeah. 
Um, and there's also nothing bad about processing them, right? Processing, yeah. thinking about them. But I think what, what, why this is lingering in your head all day is because you're worrying about it. You don't need to worry about this. You're done. The relationship's over. Um, yeah. D- don't think about it more than that, really. Okay. So I hope that helps. And um, let us know when your dreams stop. Yeah. In the um, meantime, think about Yasik sucking <laughs> <two anatomies>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that will give you a different dream. Okay. Next. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I met this guy on Tinder a couple months ago. We've gone on a few dates. We've done it a couple times. In brackets, very good. And I don't think he's marriage material, but I'm not looking for that. But we have agreed we are exclusive and have agreed we are not sleeping with anyone else. Okay. I don't really have a problem as much as a question. Here it is. The guy shaves it all off down there. I'm talking bald eagle porno. I didn't think I'd ever care about something like that, but it's not quite my speed. I'm always jarred when it's time for us to get naked. I'm not turned off. I just don't know what to think of it. Is this a ridiculous thing to be thrown off by? Can I hint to him to grow it back? Do I just get over it? I look forward to your colorful advice. This is not where I thought this was going. (laughs) I love this letter. I thought we were dealing uh, with like a woman who was like, oh, I'm starting to fall for this guy and we're just casual. And then it turned into a bald dick. Yeah. Um, or a bald dick area. I, I okay. will let you take this one off because you seem very energetic about this. <laughs> I just love... Okay, so it's... I, I wonder if I watch so much porn that I'm just numb to like... the Like I've seen like so don't much... Don't porn dudes just don't... They, they shave it all off, don't they? A lot of... Like, yeah, a lot of the dudes Because they now, think it looks bigger. Well, it, Right? It makes it look bigger. Listen, a lot of dudes walk around thinking that if they... They um, trim it back, even if it's not fully shaved. They get another inch or two. They, they, it, yeah, the yeah. optical illusion is that Yasik is nodding his head right now. Ew, I don't want to look. I just know <laughs> that Duano's, he was sucking to his tits. Now I don't want to think about his fucking dick. So I'm going to put a shield. <laughs> so Yasik is making, making uh, obscene hand gestures right. about how it looks bigger, it gets bigger, and then I think he put his finger inside a round hole. Thing, whatever. I, anyway, so... There are a lot of men, my husband included, who, who think, as you just said, that it adds to optics. Op- optics, yeah. So I do think that part of the reason why they're doing it. But it's also, to me, like, if I could change this person's mind in terms of how to think of it, I also think it's really considerate. That he's cleaning up the joint. Listen, hair down there is dense and it collects scents. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. Like, and I just feel like Some even, people like those scents. It's like musky. Oh, God. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, it would be like, like, arm. it's an armpit down there. Okay. Think of, an armpit, I think, breathes easier. Listen, how much hair are we than a junk with area? That musk? I don't think she wants. Oh, oh it's roses. Yasik is insisting like that down there. It, no, I've been saying, like, I mean, I'm not afraid to share this, but after 15 years of marriage and 16 years of togetherness, 17 now, um, I, like, 
he can get his junk can get nasty stanky down there. That's so like, foul. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I this is not getting edited. Okay. Like, and I'm not saying his this junk is going to be the title of the podcast. <laughs> I'm not saying his junk it's the hair surrounding hair. Like think about it. My hair right now If I smell your scalp, you're telling exactly, me Exactly. My scalp smell. smells, right? Okay. And like your your pit smells. So imagine like of course why wouldn't that area with hair that absorbs things and has no time to breathe, okay. even freshly after a shower. You shower, you put on your fucking underwear after an hour, things still like, you know, a fucking… Gather moisture. Yeah, they okay. brew. Okay. So I think it's also considerate that he is like removing that, the thing that like sucks up all kinds of smells. Okay. Um, and like… So this is great particles. This and guy, particles. you would be so into this bald eagle. I think… I really like Look. Yasik never goes completely bald, but he does like before every every time before we go on holiday, he trims up. Oh, he trims up. He's like and he trims pretty close so that you can just see a dusting. A stubble. Like a five o'clock yeah. shadow. On and his I dick. love it. I'm really appreciative of <laughs> okay, it because good. it means he cares. No, but then fucking hair doesn't get in your mouth. Okay. You know, this is so great. I love because I'm just never even down in that region. So when you're talking about right, fucking you musk know, or right. like fucking like right. dandruff or like moisture. <laughs> I don't even know. Like right. everything's fucking great yes, wherever I am. Yes, right. Because for, I don't know, to go back to one of our early, early podcasts, it was established that Sasha does not um, uh, mouth fuck. Cheers. <laughs> um, okay, right. so you don't blow and that's why. Okay, so I'm telling you. Yes. You eliminate the hair. Some girls like and some dudes like Yasik doesn't. But like if you're going in the back end oh. and you're doing, you're licking the back. Then, you know, dingles, whatever. I mean, oh. I would never, you know, I th- I feel like a lot of women who, who do that, who provide that service, and men insist that it's clean baby first. Wipes. Yeah, baby wipes, it's clean first before you, you know, give the back end a little hi-hi with your tongue. But like, <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think you, if you want to look at, if you want to, you know, look at it from that perspective, mm-hmm. is it weird to look at? I mean, listen, as I said, Yasics isn't entirely fair. But I quite, I quite like the, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Should she ask him to grow back a little stub? But then it's uncomfortable. I, I don't think of your legs or your whatever. Your yeah, cooch like, when you shave it and the grow back is fucking painful. I think when you're like first dating someone, I don't think you can really tell them what to do with their body hair. Like how about if I, you know what I mean? It's like the same thing. If, if we were getting an email right now and a guy, a girl wrote in was like a guy told me to grow fucking my pubic hair back. I would be like, fuck no, girl. You Keep shaving your fucking pussy down if you want to, right? Like, I don't think anybody really has the right to tell somebody what to do with their bodies. So in this in this case, yeah, like, I think you just got to roll with the fucking baldness of it. And maybe down the line, when you're dating him for a long time and you can bully him, like you bully Yasek or I bully Corey, then you can demand what you want out of the pubic hair region. Right. I also, but for now, it's like, it's not, yeah. no harm, no foul. Like, it's just some well, fucking She said the no sex hair. was V-good. Yeah. Like, clearly, it's not affecting performance. No. So it's just more, she's just more like, I'm fucking a little boy. And maybe she doesn't like doing that. It's the same thing. Lots of guys don't like it when girls get, or like, there are some guys out there who don't like the Brazilian, right? Because they feel like it's very pedophile Like, they don't want to be fucking a prepubescent girl. Right. A lot of guys are into. A lot of guys are. Not fucking prepubescent girls. Right. But... The idea but, of a Brazilian. Yes. Yeah. So she could just be on the other end of that, right? Like, I would, I wouldn't, I, my preference would not be bald. Because I would also just be like, 
A, you're taking um, a lot better care of yourself than I am. Like, I don't care about that stuff. So I wouldn't want someone like super prima donna about that shit. And second, um, it, would, it would feel a little bit little boy for me. Right. Like, I like a dude. I like a dude. How about some stubble? Sure, stubble. Great. Thumbs right. up to stubble. I understand why she doesn't like the bald, but yeah. I think you're just going to have to ride that pony out until yeah. you get to know him a bit better. My preference is the stubble. Like, I don't want to see… I wouldn't want a stubble, though. Doesn't that feel horrible? No, it's like quite soft. On Yasek, at least. And I just don't like it when it gets to the point where it starts curling. Oh. You have a real… Um, I feel like you're like a scarred person when it comes to pubic hair. You have like a… You have some issue about pubic hair. I hate pubic hair. Yeah. And like, yeah. you always talk about like how yours is like really… It's really like it's needles. Yeah, I think you have. It's really sharp. Okay. Um, like I, anyway, this was not okay. the intention here, but hopefully we've changed your perspective a little bit on how to see it. But dude, if the sex is good, yeah, I, yeah minor issue, and I'm pretty sure that um, yeah. You're, to answer your question, do I just get over it for now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, finally, hi Sasha, hi Lainey. This is uh, for Lainey, as I know she's a diehard dog owner. Actually, Sasha is now a diehard now dog I owner. I'm gonna cry because I'm leaving my dog this uh, tomorrow for a couple of days. So, so you've got Bowie, yes, and Yasik and I have Elvis and um, Barney. So my problem first, I preface this by saying I know I am the most awful, evil person on earth. So be gentle to me. Oh. For Christmas, my husband gave our two boys, five and seven years old, a puppy, a Bernese Mountain Dog. Oh, they're so cute. Mm. They cried with joy, and it was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Not to mention the joy on my husband's face was beautiful, and the dog is really beautiful. But along with my two boys, this dog was a surprise to me as well. Yes, my husband and I have talked loosely about getting a dog for them to show them responsibility, but we never agreed on this together. I love seeing the joy it brought to all my boys, but I am pissed because guess who has been taking care of the dog? Me. Not to mention, I've never been much of a dog person. This has caused quite a few pissy arguments between my husband and I, and secretly, I want to give the dog away. We've only had it a few weeks, but I'm over it. I don't know what I'm really asking, but I'm struggling with this and would appreciate your four-legged wisdom to get through this before I send this dog to China for dinner. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit! Please don't use my real name, T. Yeah, no joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. T, you know what? Uh, I'm going to assume that your China joke was a joke because, wow. And yes, um, our people do eat dogs. Do eat dogs, Sasha, and it is shameful. I know, it, it is really is. fucked up. Well. As a Chinese person that is like fucking, yeah. Yeah. It's barbaric. At like, whatever. Anyway. Um, we could also get it anyways. There's like shark's fin soup. They, our people sometimes eat some really crazy, horrible things. Anyway, okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, the place that gave us Confucius and the moral, ethical <laughs> yeah. gifts that Confucius gave us is probably the most amoral place in the world. But anyway, um, moving on. Um, so, T, um, I mean, I can relate to this because I wasn't a dog person um, before we got Bowie. And I mean, now I am a diehard dog person. I can't even think about my, what my life would be like without or puppy. Um, You've become so um, into dogs that like you now notice dogs when you're driving, like walking on the street, like you've become like that person, right? I didn't ever think I would become that person, but I have. Um, It makes me sad to think that she wants to give this puppy away and that she's not, like the joy of uh, puppy land hasn't like seeped into her, into her heart yet. But I think, I think the, the, the problem here is that she's taking the sole responsibility of taking care of the dog. And 
I think we've been even talking about this in past podcasts. I think a lot of time women, we like, we think we can take care of everything. We then take care of everything and then we're just fucking overwhelmed by it. So I feel like she should loosen the strings on that and mm, pass the buck. Like make sure that her husband is helping out, making sure that her kids are helping out as much as they can so that she can relieve the pressure off of her. Um, and then that way it might build some space for her to actually fucking enjoy the dog. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't even want to think about the idea of her wanting to give away this dog. Let's like pretend that she's joking about that because that shouldn't happen. But she should definitely have a conversation with her husband and be like, listen, you didn't tell me that we were getting this fucking dog. So really the onus is on you, motherfucker. You got to start picking up the shit. You got to start feeding. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like you got to pick up the slack here. Yeah. Well, I think that what we're seeing here is resentment. Like, and I agree with why you're resentful. To not be consulted on a major decision, you've brought a new family member into the home. We both, I think you and I, Sash, consider a dog now to be a member of the family. So a new family member was introduced without, and you are the co-head of the family along with your husband, Um, T is, I mean, you know, she wasn't consulted and that is terribly unfair. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and 100%, I support you in your resentment. Like, you know, I I would feel the same way if, if that had happened. So I'm totally down with that. I think, though, that this resentment is giving you a reason or you're hanging on to this resentment and that's why you're not maybe allowing yourself to love the dog mm. because she doesn't name the dog, right? We right. notice here that, the like, dog. not one not yeah. one point is the oh, dog yeah, mentioned so by name and it's called an it. And I get that too. Sometimes like we're so angry at an issue that we direct it towards a person. Um, and, and so I feel like, and that's understandable too, like why you won't allow yourself to love something that you were not consulted about. Mm-hmm. But again, the recipient of that resentment and anger has to be your husband. And I don't want to cause a conflict in your marriage, but I think you guys need to resolve this. Yeah. Um, she said this We're already has, getting in arguments, right? About it. Yeah, she said this has caused quite a few pissy arguments between my husband and me. So what's the result of these arguments? Like, are you not getting the acknowledgement of um sorriness that you want, the level of it? Um, what's here? Because I, I that's what I'm getting at here. I want to know where these conversations are going. Yeah. It they don't seem like they're being very productive, right? Because you would think that if you could sit down and honestly explain how you really felt about something and get to the issue directly, then you could work it out. But yeah, if it's, if it's um, on the back of resentment, if it's on the back of um, anger, um, then you're not going to get to the real root of the issue and you're going to fight about all the other stuff around it and not about what the real issue is. And so I feel like maybe that's what's happening here. They're dancing around it and not getting to so the brass tacks of the root, which is this dog and how to take care of it. Yeah. And I, I think that, yeah, 100%, it's, it's, I mean, my, my first inclination would be like, please don't give away the dog yeah. um, until you have at least had some sort of resolution with your husband. Can you say, honestly, that in booting out the dog, it will, you know, relieve all your resentment? It still happened. Fact of the matter will remain that you were still not consulted about a major decision and you felt disrespected for it. You sort of vengefully lashing out in a way, um, taking away this beautiful thing that you say is a beautiful thing for um, your two boys and your husband 
is that um, a move that will address that at all? Mm -hmm. Or is it just making the matter worse? So number one, um, you know, to restore peace and equality to your home is going to be communication, not elimination Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the puppy. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I agree. And I think to your point too, what you were saying is, is this um, a pattern of your husband's that he just doesn't consider you and that you feel like it's disrespect? Is, is this a, like a bigger issue in your relationship? If it is, again, then tackle those issues and don't make the dog the scapegoat. Yeah. And as for, as for the dog, I mean, I get it. I, you didn't want the dog. Um, but I do think that if you address these root concerns, that you may find yourself in a different space where your heart might be ready to open up and love the dog. I think that's the hope, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good luck with that. And um, hopefully let us know. Let us know how your conversations and, you know, marriages work. And this is, you've clearly come up against a, a pretty big obstacle. This is a, this is a, you know, I'm behind you in the sense that you, you feel like you were disrespected and 100% I'm, you know, I'm there with you. But you have to address the issue head on. The issue is not really the animal. Mm -hmm. So good luck um, and confront that. Work on that part. Um, Work. The problem here is, you know, work on that side of the communication of your marriage and let us know how it goes. Yes. Um, I think that's it. It it is it. So Um, on that note. Yeah, keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. Dreams, cocks, and dogs. What a great episode. (laughs) Thank you so much uh, for sending in your questions and keep listening to us on iTunes and Google Play and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.